everyone, my name is Lisa. Welcome to King Worldwide, where we live and share about how to do life God's way, which is always victorious in every area of life. And um, God brought it, taught us to live His Word and then teach others how to do His Word, His way. And I have good news for you. Jesus Christ is the answer. Jesus Christ made the way that we can live life just as he did on this earth. It's right in the word. Everything we do is in the word of God. And the Lord has taught us and changed, taught us how to do it and just transformed us. Thank you. You know, with Jesus Christ in him, all things become new. That's in 2 Corinthians 5.17. In him, all things are possible. And that is Matthew 19.26. You know, we get many emails and correspondences asking questions like, um, how, how do you hear from God? Uh, how, do, how do you live in God's operating system even during a job, a corporate job, banking, or even stay-at-home mom? How do you live peacefully and filled up without a spouse? And another one would be how to love yourself if you're overweight or have some type of outer abnormality, or even if you're just overweight, because that was me a long time ago. So today, we're going to answer every single question. The Lord has been working on my heart all day, and he said, we're going to answer every single question. I said, okay, awesome. So before giving you the answer, let's go over this. Um, the second scripture on the board is 1 Corinthians one twenty-seven. And I'm going to take this from several translations, and then I'll tell you after which translation they are. But God has chosen the foolish things of the world to confound the wise. God chose the weak things of the world to shame the strong. Another one is God chose the foolish things of the world to shame the wise of the world. God chose the weak things of the world to shame the strong of the world. And the last one it is almost as if God deliberately handpicked the wacky of this world to embarrass the wise, the rejects, so to speak, to put to shame the noble. The reason we share this scripture, one was from New King James Version, the NIV, and the last one was from the Mirror Translation. And the reason why the Lord told me to share that is because in a lot of ways, that was me. God chose me, who seems foolish to the world and I'm not I'm not having condemnation so don't try to say oh no you're not listen to what I have to say to the world a woman who hears from God to stop her 401k and sow it into God's kingdom in different ministries would be foolish to the world quitting a lucrative career to start a 501c3 ministry without any income coming in is foolish to the world not Fundraising, absolutely refusing to fundraise because God said not to, is foolish to the world. Not looking for a spouse or a significant other or even thinking about it is absolutely foolish to the world. Emptying one's bank account more than one time, several times, to zero dollars in all bank accounts because the Lord said to sow into his works of his kingdom is so foolish to the world. Let me say some weak things of the, what seems weak to the world. Separating oneself unto God and his ways rather than hanging with the popular crowd of the day or going in the circles 
that you used to run in because you wanted to be cool or you didn't want to be left out. Well, it's weak to the world to separate oneself and not do those things. It's weak to the world to obey God and dedicate every single weekend to mentoring children as God has told us to. And not going out with friends or doing anything what people say one certain age should be doing. That is very weak to the world. Placing every ounce of trust in God and his word rather than having a natural backup plan for living on this planet seems so weak to this world. So you see, God chose the foolish and the weak of this world because we are the ones who will obey him without asking questions. It is, takes faith to obey him without knowing everything. It takes faith to obey when he says, will you trust me? It takes faith to read the word every day, two and a half hours a day. Not anything else, not videos, not books, word. The only thing is word, 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 word. It takes faith to do that. And when one does that, it will shame the world. Not, not in, in a negative, uh, making anyone look bad. We never talk about condemnation. It's about when someone calls and said, can you please come and raise my child? Just drowned. And you can do it because God's in you. At first, it looks foolish to the world. Hallelujah. Do you trust me? Yeah, the thing is, he asks every one of us that. Most people say they trust him, but they will not give their money and they will not give their time. And they say, oh, God doesn't mind. It's not about God. It's about you and me and what he's done for us. So the answer to every question is not a special formula. It's not following every principle. And it's not even looking at every preacher or book or audio or anything like that. We're not cutting anything down. The answer, and we're going to say it till Jesus returns. The answer is you and me, one-on-one, -on -one, spending time with our Father in his word every day. It takes faith to dedicate time to God when everybody else is fitting the word in. It takes faith to say, this is what I'm doing every day, regardless of the family, regardless of the job, regardless of any, I'm doing the word first. It takes faith to do that. It takes faith to commit to him when every other Christian you know, and please don't be offended, if you're offended, it's because you're taking it. But every other Christian you know is volunteering, and every other Christian you know is raising money for pink diseases that have already been cured from Jesus Christ. It takes faith to stand against junk and preach the gospel when you know everybody else around you is going to say that you're crazy, you're fanatical. Okay, I'm not doing anything to anybody's face. It's agape love, but Jesus did too. Do you know how many times Jesus talked to the Pharisees and they kept saying, show us a sign, show us this, show us that. He kept saying, I am showing you. I am showing you. The same thing we talk about every week. I'm showing you. 
It is not a joke, and it's not a little tagline. Spend time in the, with the Lord every day. I cannot, I wouldn't be sitting here. I cannot explain it to you any further. It takes faith to read the word verse by verse. I've had so many people tell me that, oh, I don't need to do that. Everybody doesn't have to do that. Right. Absolutely. The anointing of God came on me that day in June of 2012 and said, read my word verse by verse. You will you will be illuminated. I did it. I didn't tell anybody. For two years, a tithe of my time in the word, and I am not bragging. I'm saying if I can do it, you can do it with a full-time job. And I just trusted him. Did I understand what I was reading? No. Did I even care that I didn't understand some words? No. Because he said, get in my word every day. Enjoy it. Embrace it. Have a good attitude about it. And quite frankly, he changed me the first day. He started talking to me about me and his plan and thanking me for spending time with him. Thanking me for dedicating, just carving out a little bit of time. For our creator. Do you know he has enough room for everybody? But everybody has allowed, and me in the past, the liar to make excuse after excuse after excuse after excuse. And I'm not, we're not talking about the excuses. I'm telling you from the Lord inside me, telling you there isn't any other way. There are no shortcuts. It takes faith to obey God when he says, read verse by verse for two hours every day and then add another Bible and do verse by verse in three. And look at my dad. The Holy Spirit through us had a conversation last, last year and the Lord said, okay, big boy, let's do four. Let's do the big four. Okay, first of all, that's very cumbersome unless you have like a caddy that holds each thing. But he was willing to do it. Why? Because he trusted God and by faith. And this is someone who, my parents do the same every day. My mom does two, my dad does four. It doesn't, it's not a competition. But if someone who is a multimillionaire with an amazing family, no health issues in their 70s, look like their 50s, if they're doing verse by verse and are obedient, don't you think it's something we should look into and rather than keep making excuses, I'm not telling anyone what to do. That's not the point. The point is, it's not Lisa's idea. It was the Lord's idea. And it was the Lord's idea in Joshua 1.8. Meditate on my word day and night. In Psalm 1, verse 2, it says, meditate on my word day and night. All throughout the scripture, Proverbs 4.20, throughout there, it's, it's spend time with God in his word. We are to fellowship and we are to talk with him. We're to pray in the spirit. But spend time with God in his word. And I'll guarantee you, when you try to make that decision to do that and you start doing it, you will have every distraction on the planet. It will, it will be, it, it, in the past, it felt like, why is this, what's the big deal? Well, you're tapping into it. Satan doesn't want you to understand this secret because he can't get it. He can quote scripture a lot and he does deceive so many Christians with scripture. But if we know his voice and we understand who he is, not just what he says. It's who he is. And we spend time with him, not studying, not researching, not trying to figure it out. We won't figure it out mentally. 
This is why God takes the foolish of the world to confound the wise. I was not going to be a scholar. I was not going to be a theologian. I just wanted to know God. All I wanted to do was be obedient. What did he want me to do? And I was going to do it. He said, read his word. I didn't say, well, what else? I don't want to do that. No, he said, read my word. Okay, great. Can I give a tithe of my time to you? Yes, that would be phenomenal. The only way to please God is by faith. A Hebrews 11, 6. It's impossible to please God without faith. So put everything down and spend all you got to do. If you have a cell phone, make an appointment. Do it every day. If you, from one sister to a brother and sister. If you allow the liar to distract you from your appointment, you will be further and further from God. And it is a big deal. Someone is saying it's not that big of a deal. It is the only deal. From one friend and one sibling to another. It is the only deal. You can skirt around it all you want. You can read every other book all you want. You can do everything, listen and watch everything all you want. When we don't spend time with God and his word, we will not know him. We will not know his voice. And just recently, in the past three months, there have been three twists. Three twists. Thank you. Three twists where the Lord was trying to show me something, but then word through people was coming to me. And it was the liar. And I thought I knew him because the Lord told me week one, I want you to learn the enemy, know the enemy just as much as you know me. And so I've been studying, not studying. I don't have an unhealthy relationship with Satan. He's under my feet, but he tries different. He knows he can't touch me. He knows my name. He even told someone, don't tell Lisa about that. He knows my name. That's good news because he's afraid and he's afraid of everybody who gets in the word. And it's not about how high you get or what level you get. It's about knowing him. I will say that I know my father because I, I didn't have anything else. It is so worth it. Even if you're flying high in life, the peace that comes from knowing your father is so different. It's not like a natural peace. And this knowing his voice is not natural. It is a knowing. And so what the Lord showed me these past three months where like one, one twist would come after the other. Okay, one handled. Okay, one, one hand, another one handled. I'm like, what is the deal? He goes, yeah, the liar was really trying to, to, to pull on you for pleasing people, pleasing. And he said, I love all people, but I will not. I did not try to help them when they didn't want my help. I did not try to heal them when they didn't want me to heal. My own family, he said, didn't want me. So that's where it takes faith to separate from everybody else and not be concerned what other people think. And really, quite frankly, it's not something we're to talk about. You know how it says in the, about alms and giving, do it privately so no one knows. It's the same thing. Spending time with the Lord, not one, not one humanoid. Not one person, not anybody knew that's what I was doing until it was done. And I was changed so much. It's not, it's not a um, braggadocious thing. It's the reason why I'm supposed to say it is because the Lord told me to. But until then, I, I didn't say anything until he told me to. All right, so faith in agape love is what seems foolish to the world. Yet, 
It is the only thing that overpowers every bit of Satan's curse. It's faith. It doesn't matter if we know every scripture, we can quote every scripture, we can do all every scripture for every item, for you know, for every situation, what word we use here, what that does not matter because Satan does the same thing. What matters is what 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 play is the Lord calling? I just went to a great football game last night. Um one of my friend's children who played so well. Um, football game. And what play? What play is the Lord calling? The play he called for me, he said, pray over this team. Plead the blood for this team. They have lost two games in a row. Pray for them, and they're going to win. And you know what? They did. I didn't tell my friend. I didn't tell anyone. I told you today, right now. I told my mom. After. The Lord told me to do that. They don't know it. They don't watch. It doesn't matter. It's not a brag. The Lord needs availability. He needs us to be like a soldier, ready with our flesh, our mind, our will, our emotions, our body crucified so that when he says, go over there, pray over there, it doesn't mean I'm just going to be sitting in my house in my Bible. I do that every morning. But then when he tells me to go to a football game, you've got to know I'm not going to a football game for, for entertainment. Nothing entertains me anymore except my time with God and my time with children. But it's not for me. It's in obedience to God. And it's not drudgery. Everything we do is for the Lord, but we have to get to where we're stop thinking about ourselves and serving him. And by the only thing that will change you is the word of God. It's the only thing. Okay. So we made a quality decision to obey God's word and spend time with him in his word. And you can too. Submit to whatever he says. Right. But wouldn't you agree that it's hard to really hear what he's telling us to do if we don't spend time with him every day? And if you say, if you want to make the excuse, and I'm just going to speak frank. If you want to make the excuse that you work five jobs, da, 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 you know what? You go to God and you say, help me. Help me be in your word every day. And he'll say, do it at 3 a.m., let's say. Well, don't go back and say, well, I can't do it. I don't want to do it. Then I need to sleep. You've just messed it up. If you go to God with a pure heart and say, please help show me how to rearrange this. You might have 20 children and you might have all these jobs. That's not the point. The point is, where's your heart? And will you do what he says? And if he tells you to spend a tithe in your, of your time in the word, please, I beg of you, do not say, I can't do that. Just start. Because if he tells you to do that, then that means it's something big for you. If he tells you, please pray in the spirit. No, you won't say, please, will you pray in the spirit 10 minutes a day, every morning, first thing in the morning. And you say, oh, wow, I don't know. You just messed up. I'm not condemning you. I'm saying just repent. Get on your say, Father, I apologize. I was just wasn't paying attention. Do you know, I've made mistakes often. And I just repent. I actually made a mistake to Brother Copeland when he came to tell me something. We hugged the last time I saw him. And I said, I apologize. I repent. Because who wants to not do what God wants us to do? It's not about the mistake. It's about how quick are we to repent. And that tells us where our heart is. If we are holding things in and not quick to repent, it just means that we're very hardened. And we think that we're, we're better than God. It's about laying our lives down and letting him. But he will, the best thing about it, God will work with you. God will work with us. 
uh, you know, he's, I don't hear, I don't hear anyone else telling me that they said that God said to spend a tithe of their time. But I do know God has said to everybody, spend time with me and my word and stop making excuses. And the liar will try. I'm not speaking this over you. This is what he's done for thousands of years. He will do everything to distract and it will be in God, under God's name. Yes. Oh yeah. There's no bondage. We won't have that. God is not bondage. Um, and God is so good, and he will help us. And it's just a matter of obeying him. And there isn't, an, again, I'm going to repeat a hundred times, there isn't anything else but spending time with him and his word. If you don't understand the word, get two translations. And it would be my suggestion to not do it on your phone. If you do business on your phone, calendar on your phone, voicemails on your phone, why would you use the Bible from your phone and have a million distractions? Because Satan is persistent. Again, I'm telling you how the Lord told me to know my enemy. My dad taught us when we were little, just avoid the temptation. Stop trying to be a hero in the middle of it. Avoid it. So I do the same thing with my phone. And when it's my time with God, everybody knows that's close to me. My phone is flipped over. I have no sounds, no colors, nothing. And the Lord will tell me, um, I need you to get on Boxer. I need you to get on another one. I need you to do this email. There was a time where I just was a little bit frustrated and I had to just repent. And I said, what am I doing wrong? He said, you're trying to help too many people rather than letting me tell you what to do. Bingo. He has the easiest plan and it's peaceful. And we're all on a journey and no one's arrived, but it's doable. And just obey him and you will see your life change. But there's nothing else. That takes the place of spending time with him and his word. Exactly. We won't regret it. And the, the fact is, we won't regret it. It is for us. But I was willing to do it anyway. I was willing to do what he said anyway. And that's because I was raised properly. Be obedient. Be obedient, Lisa. Lisa Maria King, be obedient. I mean, I heard it a lot. <laughs> and... My parents disciplined me properly so that when it's time to hear God's voice, be obedient. And if you're in a process that you don't know how to do that, he will help you. But it starts by saying, you're telling me to read this word. I don't know how to do it, but I'm going to obey you. And just open it and start reading. You can read in Genesis, New Testament, whatever. Just be obedient and he'll tell you what to do. Okay, we'll see you on Monday with God's way of success with my dad, Roy King, and my mom, Sally. Okay, talk to y'all soon.